You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. Chunks and a hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your hunk. I'm Doge and yelling, standing on the bow with his arms stretched outwards. I'm the chunk of the world. Mm. <sighs> I forgot how even keel he was there. <laughs> well, he yes, was even I'm... keel because the boat wasn't very even keel. <laughs> nice. That's true. That's true. I'm Carter, and we'll stay forever. Away. You are safe in my trunk, <laughs> my trunk will go on on. Hey, what an absolute banger, by the way. Yeah. Which is, it's a good thing it's a banger because they milk that song to Dude, death in this movie. It's the opposite. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. It is the, it's the opposite of what that feels like. I'm excited to hear about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Trust me. Just trust me. Do you trust me? I don't know how it could be the opposite of what I just said, but yeah. Well, do you trust me? Sometimes. (laughs) We'll do it now. (laughs) Sometimes. Tell me this. Uh, It sort of feels like (laughs) booking a mountain excursion the day you watch 127 hours. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. But I booked a cruise mere hours before watching this movie this week. There you go, dude. <laughs> in, in, the, in the spirit. Mere Gregorian hours before pressing play on James Cameron's Titanic, I pressed play on purchasing tickets to go on a cruise. <laughs> Was there any part of you that like while the boat is oh, going man. down in Titanic, you were just like, I'm... Maybe I should cancel this. I did not think about it at all until about halfway through. I paused the movie and was like, do you think it's a bad omen that we (laughs) just booked a cruise today? And Callie goes, do you believe in bad omens now? And I said, no. No, I'm not a bad guy. But yeah, we booked a cruise. So it's the the cheapest cruise I've ever booked in my life. Is your third? Carnival? It's also only the third cruise I've ever booked in my entire life. Wow, Silver Spoon. Yeah, it's Carnival, and uh, we're we're down in those rooms that Jack was in, where it's just like yeah. pipes, exposed pipes mm-hmm. everywhere. Just are you going to get beds with strangers? Mario's actual brother, Fabrizio, to be your bunkmate. Um, yes. Cool. Yes, I am. No further questions. Yeah, that's it. That's really all the important details. It's me, Callie, and Fabrizio. And Fabrizio, <laughs> let's go on the cruise. <laughs> I do love a nice, fresh Fabrizio. <laughs> I, I oh, tend sandwich. to like to use Fabrizio softener to make sure that he's a kind-hearted, mm. genuine soul. <laughs> I just love you so much. <laughs> I love you. I'm so happy we're on the boat together. I value our friendship <laughs> so much. 
The boat is the boat is going down, but at least we made a good memories. Bastardo. <laughs> he says goodbye. <laughs> 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 Boy, he gets smushed by that big chimney, huh? Big old chimney smush. He gets mega smushed. Smushed to death, even. If your room or your clothes or your house start to smell bad, just spray some Fabrizio. <laughs> it's a me, Fabrizio. Spray it in your shoes. You know, hmm. we end up doing Mario voice a lot. <laughs> we do. Yeah, I do Mario That's voice. That's recurring. Like, Pretty con- pretty consistently. And if you listening are like, hey, yeah, thanks for bringing it up. It's a little too much. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Don't care. Mario forever. Don't care. Do we want to keep our doing, champion? Do we want to keep doing Mario voice or do we want to talk about the okay. movie? Do the so podcast narrow, so it's narrow it's, it's mind so ingrained in me. To hang on. What if I ask it like this? Binary decision. What if I hang on? What if I ask it like this? Would you like to talk about the movie? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. And maybe that is should, why we record maybe, this. Maybe we should move on from the Mario. <laughs> it's starting to get a little played out. <laughs> <laughs> so lame. Yeah, let's so talk fun. about uh, let's talk about the movie. It's the first place winner of uh, Summer of Love five, four, five, five, five. That's crazy. It's the first place winner of Summer of Love 5 as voted on by you, our dear, beautiful Chunkies. Uh, it's, uh, it's the movie that movie that launched a thousand ships. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, of course, I'm talking about a movie known as Titanic. Oh, softer energy from you two than I was anticipating on that name. Thought we were really gonna, I thought it was good energy. Smash it out. Doge, will you synopsify us so that we may discuss? Sure thing. This week's IMD This week's IMDB synopsis <laughs> was written by Nick Reganis. Yes, <gasps> it had hey. to be. With a classic like this, it had yeah, to be. Yeah, that's true. Deep on the bottom of the sea, some 3,800 meters. It's M-E-T-R-E-S, Mitres, below the surface oh, of the Nick freezing is, Atlantic Nick is Ocean. From the UK, perhaps, lies the wreckage of a ship. The unmistakable carcass of the Titanic, once man's grandest mechanical achievement, now stripped of its former glory. Almost one long century later, intrigued by Titanic's hidden riches, the modern treasure hunter, Brock Lovett, and his well-equipped technical crew find themselves in the middle of the ocean, digging for answers for the past three years, nevertheless without any success. But when centenarian Rose Calvert, one of the few survivors of the Titanic, learns about this ambitious crusade, she decides to unfold her incredible and utterly tragic story, one that intertwines the extraordinary journey of the exquisite, deep blue, heart-of-the-ocean diamond of King Louis the Sixteenth, with the unlikely romance of Rose and the young bohemian vagabond Jack Dawson. Now, an emotional trip down memory lane awaits. Can the mistakes of the past teach a lesson in humility to paupers and royalty alike? Nick. Powerful. Always so good, Nick is. Carter, Always you, so good. It, it seemed to be that you were embodying the climax of this movie and you chose to freeze on your Zoom call. Yes. Yeah, right I as I was getting to the point the where the passengers would freeze. Yeah, I loved that. That was really I good. I actually had looked at something on IMDb and it auto-played a movie trailer. Oh. Which 
can't my can't it just can't happen in this at the same time space yeah. right here yeah no so. what a good synopsis what a good synopsis Powerful. nick regana always is nick is I, beautiful i would i don't know if i want to meet him i think there was a season where i did yeah but now i kind of like not yeah don't meet your heroes knowing who he <laughs> is right yeah don't meet your heroes for sure uh, hey boys yeah this is a this is a long movie yeah we'll talk about that um you know what there's Okay, we'll talk about that. I, I want to save that discussion for a wee bit okay. later in the episode, if that's okay. Um, it's worth talking about, for sure. I just want to pump the brakes for a second to talk about um, who, who does you had not seen this? Correct. Carter, you had. Not all of it. Okay. I'd only seen pieces, like, from TV. Okay. I watched this when I was 15. Hated it. And I've spent the last 13 years thinking I hated the movie Titanic. Okay. Yeah. And then... Rewatching it as a full-grown adult with a brain that's done growing. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. It was a good movie. Yeah. It is a good movie. Uh, Cameron, James Cameron doesn't miss, man. Well, I mean, it just, that depends on sort of your definition of doesn't miss, but. Oh, yeah. Jordan hates Avatar. I hate Avatar. It's a terrible movie. It looks I think uh, I think James Cameron firing on all cylinders is capable of delivering a filmmaking experience like no other. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's great. I agree, dude. Except for Avatar. <laughs> what, here's what Cameron loves. Cameron's passion projects involve water, and Cameron's best movies are sequels. Yeah, no, this I'm is my impression you. of James Cameron. Avatar 2 Way of Water is a passion project about water, and I think it's going to be Cameron firing on all cylinders, and I think it's, it's going to be great. Water. I, think, yeah. I think it's going to be a five with ten visuals. That's what Avatar was. I think it's yes. going to be a nine. I think this is going to be a nine with 10 visuals. Nope. I think it's going to be just as bad, if not worse, as Avatar, <laughs> but it's going to look okay. good. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's no there. There is no meat on those bones. There's nothing to write in that. You know, world. we'll have to review that. Yeah. yeah. For the podcast. No, I get okay. it. Um, okay. So, you know, this is, this is Doge's multiverse of madness prediction all over again. Um, I, this is my, do you want to hear my impression of James Cameron making Titanic? Yes. It's, I feel I've like been, I have to say yes. I've been working yeah. on it. Uh, it goes like this. <clears throat> okay, so I've been working on this movie idea. <laughs> that was great. That was really good. That's um, so good so far. And it's about, it's like a biopic about the sinking of the Titanic. Like what happened that day. Like in real time, basically. And then everybody at the board meeting is like, that's an awesome idea, James. Seriously. Like, you're so good at that kind of stuff. You should do that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a love story between two people that should never be together. Really intense, really personal, and a lot of time developing characters. And they're like, oh my gosh, yes, James, make both of these movies. This is amazing. And then James is like, what? Make both of these? What are you talking about? And then the board is like, yeah, like the love story and the story about the Titanic, like make both. Those sound amazing. And then as James is already sinking under the ocean in a submarine, he's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. And he's just like gone under the ocean, <laughs> already so filming footage of the Titanic at the bottom of the sea. And they're just like, did he mean the same movie? And then he made a three and a half hour movie, which is my super dump because it should not have been this long. And it is a slog to sit through what is otherwise a pretty good movie with amazing visuals and a good story. But oh my lord, it is too long. Yeah, it is long. You know, I was 
the fanfare around it, the critical acclaim, the uh, amount of Oscars won. Like, yeah. Titanic feels like our, talking personally of like people our age, modern day Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Or like, sure. Yeah. 100%. Sweeping, sweeping Ben-Hur, escapes. Ten Commandments. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the it's the big boys, right? The ones that were huge before every superhero movie was about 240. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? And so it's yeah. It 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 well, it is long. I want to be clear that my issue is some not pieces we could have made. That's my thing. Short. It's not long movies don't bother me. I I watch The Lord of the Rings through like almost twice a year, at least once mm-hmm. a year. I have no issue with the long movies. I just feel like we could have trimmed 45 minutes off of this yeah. bad boy. If you do that, though, James Cameron doesn't get to hang his hat on the fact that all of our scenes that were on the Titanic was the exact amount of time it took for the yeah. ship to sink. Right, yeah. Yep. Well, you so could, he's, you know, he's, he's good. you know, levels, you know. I think you, cut, little, I think you cut pretty much all of the modern story, which was just an 100%. excuse to show submarine footage of... A, a real that's footage of the Titanic only, that right, he himself cool. shot. Yeah. Which is super yeah. sick. He went down to the Titanic five times to film all the footage for this movie. Yeah, that is very, very cool. Yeah. But it's just crazy. The only reason on we the have the, the modern story people. at all is crazy. simply so that we can show that footage. Yeah. We that's spend true, by the way. we spend forty five minutes in the modern world for five minutes of footage of the Titanic underwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to justify it. Yeah, because our characters there. Maybe outside of current rows, we don't need to. There's womp, no womp, uninteresting. Really. So well, uninteresting. I think that especially, I mean, for the whole movie, really, aside from our two leads but uh, and Billy Zane, but especially in the future or the now, uh, I think the acting is pretty rough across the board. Yeah. You're talking about even in the past? Even in the past, I think sure. pretty much everybody with the two leads and Billy Zane is the flattest person I've ever seen in a movie. I, I don't fully agree with that. I think there's some other people that show up and, and do pretty decent work. But I think for the most part, it's like, let's just the get everybody work. else out of the way for Kate and Leo. Yeah. Could I convince I, I you of present day that the acting is bad across the board in present day? 100%. Bill Paxton yeah. is Bill trying Paxton his, his dangest. But, uh, you know why, though? Because wood floats, so he's trying to hedge his bets. Nice! I feel you. I feel no, you. I think, let me, let me call some people out that I think do a pretty decent job. I think Kathy Bates is fine. I think... Uh, yeah, she's uh, Victor Garber. Actually, yeah. I find pretty good here. Um, and oh, that's it. That's the end of the list. <laughs> yeah, no, it's this is not uh, well uh, outside of a couple people. This is not a movie I would say you watch for the acting, but that's not entirely true now, is it? You know, what's funny is that's never really been a James Cameron thing, Mm-mm. right? From from all the movies that I'm thinking of. It's, it's, it's not necessarily spectacle, I think, most of the time more. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know that he's so much a good director of interactions between mm-hmm. folks. Yeah. But he has such a clear vision for like how, to use, how to use spectacle and set pieces to elicit yep. an emotional response in an audience. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And this is by far the most romancy he ever gets. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you never really notice that. Well, this and aliens. Until. <laughs> You never really notice the acting until it's put into a setting that's like, oh, wait, but I saw like Crazy Stupid Love and uh, right. any other like right. romance movie. Sure. That you're like, oh, everybody. Pretty hates. Woman. Yeah. Pretty Woman. Yeah. There's no ensemble here, which is fine. Yeah. It's just kind of a different sensibility from the director. And All the best things about it are on the poster and that's what's supposed to happen. You know? <laughs> All the best moments of the, the romance storyline 
uh, are ad-libbed between Kate and Leo. Is that true? Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's great. The the spitting thing was completely ad-libbed. Uh, the, uh, at her at the very end, when they're at the front of the boat, and she's like, hey, this is where we first met. Completely ad-libbed by Kate. Like, the stuff that's, like, really actually feels like a real relationship between two real humans, I think was was not written or directed by James Cameron. It was ad-libbed by two yeah, yeah, yeah. masterful actors. Yeah. I he think that— Some two kids that could take control. Exactly. Already. I think that—and th- maybe this is spicy. I don't really know. I don't hear a lot of conversation about Titanic anymore. But um, I find Leo pretty average in this movie. Le- I think it's Leo's yeah. worst performance— that yeah, I've well, seen. it's one of the only movies Leo's ever been in that he doesn't get nominated. Yeah. Yeah. For an Oscar. He didn't get nominated. It's not surprising. You know, Titanic won 11, and a lot of it's technical. Granted, yeah. it gets, you know, cinematography's big, obviously directing and yeah. film. It, it got the biggest one. But yep. everything else is super technical. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, that that mm-hmm. is so and many Celine, of this. Celine, Celine Dion was nominated. Celine Dion won an Oscar. <clears throat> And she should have. Yeah, of course. Music yeah. on all fronts won. So the music, uh, James Cameron did not want a song with lyrics. He was like, please do not put a pop song at the end of my movie because it does not, that never ever feels like it fits thematically with the movie. It feels so shoehorned in. It feels silly. Do not put a pop song at the end of my movie. The music supervisor was like, I really think we need a song with lyrics to just close out to kind of be that final bow after Rose maybe dies and goes to Titanic heaven at the end of the movie. I'm not quite sure what that was. I think but that is exactly what, what happens, yeah. Well, man, I hope heaven's not the Titanic because then it's going to go down to the bottom of the ocean. No. But uh, the music supervisor like secretly met with a lyricist and wrote lyrics to the main theme that James Horner composed for Titanic uh, and then secretly got Celine Dion on board, recorded the demo, showed it to Cameron, and Cameron's like, who is this singing? This is incredible. And he learned that it was Celine Dion, who's a fellow Canadian, and he goes, oh, she's a big deal, right? And they're like, uh, yeah, this is Celine Dion. <laughs> She's a huge deal. And he's like, I, I really like this song. Let's put it in the movie. But that's why I said it was How backwards. How could you not? Right? Because See, it's not that's like That's what I Celine- thought you were going to say when you said that it was backwards yeah. from what I thought. But what I was saying had nothing to do with that. I was just saying they found one song that worked and milked it for the entire four-day runtime of the movie. Well, sure. I mean, so does Star Wars. That's the way movies work though, right? That like one, the one theme is like played over and over. I know that you are being obtuse with what I said right now. I think you understand that. I think Doge. you're being obtuse. No, I think that there's one song in this movie as well. Guys, white gloves are off. Really <laughs> is that what the gloves are off means? You take your white gloves off. No, no, no. Off. Gloves are off. It's like boxing. Smack the face. Um, <laughs> I spit on you. I, Excuse I me, bite sir. my thumb at you, sir. I, I do not wish to ruin my white gloves with your red blood. I do not bite with my thumb at you, but I do blood. bite my thumb, sir. <laughs> I went to uh, Las Vegas, Caesar's Palace, one of my greatest— Brag. Uh, well, the whole thing's about to be a brag. Uh, one of the greatest— Classic Carter. Uh, live music moments of my life was seeing Celine Dion. Oof. And yeah, her finale, her uh How, how French-Canadian of you. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I'm getting in the moment. I'm remembering things. Quebec. She did have an entire song in French, and I wept. I had no idea what she was saying. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I get it. Anyways. She's like, escargot. Beignet, <laughs> French fries. <laughs> there was, um, she comes out for the encore and she's in this beautiful, like, sequined silver dress. 
mm-hmm. and she's wearing the heart of the ocean. Oh, and incredible. Unbelievable. So she's standing on this platform that I didn't really know was a platform until she gets to the, when it really hits. Yeah. You're here. And she like goes up. This platform starts to raise and it's this circle that's only about as, it's probably like maybe three feet. Oh, geez. And so she's barely being able to stand on this thing. I'm sure they've got her fashion some way because it raises up and then water falls all around her in the shape of that what? circle. Oh my goodness. And it's like she was singing from underwater. And then I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I'm, well, it was more like, wow. <laughs> like just music. And, but then, then they start making designs. The water starts to like move and like open up to where it like opens like a curtain around her. Dude, it was unbelievable. unbelievable. So I'm just getting kind of like goosebumps for the entire movie because I'm just <laughs> hearing the music again. But Celine Dion to the 90s, like to 90s love songs mm-hmm. is like what Robin Williams was just to movies in the 90s for me. Yeah. She's, she's like obviously iconic, but I was thinking of like Beauty and the Beast. She's just Oscars left and right in this time frame. Yeah. And kind of just had complete control. It's funny to think James Cameron could have thought anything different. But yeah, yeah let's do this. It's there was, too moving. There was ever like a version the of the not. movie without this song in it. Right. Yeah, I remember this song. When's the last time that a movie song played on the radio so much? Yeah. it's <laughs> a good point. It was probably tons. Where Are You Christmas by... Probably. Yeah. <laughs> the Grinch. Cindy, Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember her name. Thank you. That I think song I was trying to remember the real girl's name. I have no idea. That song gets oh, stuck man. in my head like about once a month. Genuinely, I'm kind of not a joke. That you've brought it up because it'll yeah. be there for a bit. Thanks, I appreciate Christmas it. Christmas in July, right? As it's 104 yeah. outside. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Dear God, where's Christmas? <laughs> My shoes are melting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, you're you're right though. These, this is such a cool example of like song and movie being so incredibly linked together. Yeah. That. Imagining it's like the, it's one like the sun rising on Lion King. Right. It's yeah. Like, yes. Uh, this has to be. Yeah. And obviously everything we've referenced won an Oscar except for Cindy Lou Who. So it makes sense. She was robbed. She, she was, was what robbed. What a snub. <laughs> what else came out in 2003? When did that come out? Probably 2003. Feels the Grinch. That feels right. Yeah. It feels like a pretty 2003 movie. That was probably uh, Annie Lennox into the West. <laughs> the... <laughs> The recreation of the boat is phenomenal. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so incredibly detailed. Like, it's absolutely wild. I just want to go walk on it. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing that sets this apart from other, like, just like, this is a history romance movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that is, that's to me where I get the comparison with, like, Ben-Hur, where you hear like your dad or your grandpa talk about, I went to see Ben-Hur in theaters and I I watched a stuntman die. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's right. like they built a Roman Colosseum and I saw the actual chariots. You know what I mean? It's that yeah. that level of just like, we're going to do it. We're going all out. And that that's why I say, you know, tongue in cheek a little bit, but honestly, that's why I say this is two movies. This is a love story. Oh, yeah. Where the two oh, main clearly. characters accidentally get roped into a horror biopic about yeah. a ship sinking. They like, Bill and Ted their way through the sinking yeah. of the Titanic. 100%. There's a moment where Kate Winslet, when Rose has grabbed the axe and is running through a half-flooded hall 
as sparks are <laughs> yeah. flying behind her. And I was like, there he is. Mm. There's James. This is James Cameron. Sweet Heroine. baby James. Heroin with an axe. <laughs> like, and peril. Yeah. It is. Phenomenal. This movie is so uniquely, like, heartbreaking. Just thinking about the way that, like, classism and uh, wealth played into who got to have a better chance at surviving on this boat. Um, and in the way that just, like, Titanic is the story of fatal hubris. That's all it is. And yeah, it's so interesting that James Cameron decided to tell just to the story of how the night went. This movie is also so much like uh, Jurassic Park in that way to me, and in multiple ways of just being like, you're creating something that's going to absolutely kill yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, but also like, the fact that Spielberg just wanted to do something about dinosaurs and that wasn't super popular and now dinosaurs are a part of culture. Yeah. Like the Titanic, I'm not going to say is a part of culture, but boy, it moved it like up the list. Like, yeah. I don't think, this was known to be this big tragedy. Tragedy. It's not like if someone was going to make a movie about 9-11 today. Right. And you're like, oh yeah, I forgot. Titanic, I remember that being one of the first movies that came out from my memory that had multiple components on like cable television. There was like Discovery Channel things that were telling us about all yeah. this footage. Like James didn't just make $2 billion on this movie. Right. Right. There's not lots of Titanic merch, but there's like soundtrack sales. There's selling the rights to the footage that he got. Like it yeah. made me also feel like when Ridley Scott did The Martian and all of a sudden they're like, you know what? This might actually be good for uh we've never had this kind of bankroll. Yeah. Let's uh figure some of this stuff out. Yeah. Let's actually see what this would be like. So it's it is pretty phenomenal in that way to see the actual footage underwater and and granted not everything is practical effects obviously, but the mix was pretty good. I, I don't remember yeah. any computer computer generated stuff looking ridiculous. No, it holds Honestly, up the very most, well. The most standout of the computer generated stuff was like water mm -hmm. when the when the boat is moving. Mm. But I think that was it for me when it was moving around the iceberg. But it was just so epic. I think yeah. that's why it feels like Gone with the Wind yeah. too. It's just so massive. There, there massive. were things like bodies falling and hitting propellers that looked a little CG, like a little yeah. old school CG, but it is old school CG. So what are you going to, yeah. I mean, what's there to yeah. I did find about? myself giggling because it's very clearly a romance movie. Uh -huh. <laughs> but things like that don't normally happen in Summer of Love. Yeah, I think it's the highest. It turns into a horror movie in the last far. hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right it's beside so Sweet Home Alabama. It's, yeah. And <laughs> it is so funny to me because uh, Cal, uh, Billy Zane's character, Billy Zane had the perfect face to mm -hmm. be the to worst be person on yeah. the planet. Because, because this character is monstrous, but his face, I'm like, oh yeah, no, you look like you'd probably be that way. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to be a good guy when you see him, you know? Yeah. Especially with the hair added. It's the it's hair. Like, it's something about, like, the the mouth and the eyes. It's just so intense. It's like, you know, he's not smiling a lot. He looks like a Disney villain. He does. Hundo. That our, Hundo. That our protagonist falls in love with. 100%. Like, no, that's the wrong guy. He yeah. kind of looks like the villain from Hunchback, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say he looks he's Clayton a little bit in terms of just mm, like that like vibe, totally vibe. braggadocious Disney 100%. villain. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. 
Braggadocious is such a powerful word. I don't say sprinkling it of Gaston. Yeah. Yeah. But what an awful person. What a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> when he picked up the kid, when be? he picked up the kid, I was like, oh, he's gonna <laughs> finally he's gonna save the kid. That's gonna be nice. And then he was like, Nope, this kid's my ticket off the boat. Mm-hmm. What a horrible person. What a horrible person. I wish that he had to die because there wasn't enough room on a door that there was definitely enough room on. It's not about <laughs> yeah. room. It's about buoyancy. I understand, but it's make the door smaller. Can I? Can I super down real quick? Yeah, please. You may. So, I do remember even in '97, I didn't have to hear about the movie before I knew that the Titanic sunk. Okay, I think everybody knows that's that's yeah. the. I think the subtle nuances of just seeing people happy. And seeing the class system on the ship that we know is going to sink is enough to have the lead up of like, hey, isn't this crazy that this sinks eventually? There are so many like references. Yes. That I got so sick of it. I was like, dude, we know. I think this you don't, is, you're I not think, making this any worse. If like, I'm understanding you, I think this is my super dump too. I think this is exactly the thing that bugged me the most about this as well. Yeah, so I'm like moments where they're like, oh yeah, there's not enough lifeboats yes, for everybody. Oh yeah, there's, uh, oh, it'll be fine. I can sniff an iceberg. Yes. Like all that kind it of stuff. It is so heavy handed with that came stuff. straight man. out of Monty Python, by the way. Yeah. But it was time. so unnecessary. Those kinds of characters are they're so They're not going to have to try to stay warm tonight, are they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those kind of characters are so fun when we're killing aliens. Right, they're right. Not, and we're running from robots. They're not fun <laughs> on a biopic. When we're remembering uh, the actual <laughs> tragedy that yeah. killed so many people. yeah, Not at all. And so I think it was enough too because some of our best moments uh, of like referencing the Titanic's about to sink, again, are just genuinely seeing people happy. Mm-hmm. Knowing that it's very likely that Jack and Rose won't stay together. This whole thing's crashing. Maybe yeah. they both die. I, I don't remember my... Uh, a lot of people's first experience, but I think it's a bit of a shock when we lose Jack. There's so many yeah. moments when we think we will and we don't. So then we're like, okay, great. They're both fine. He dies, whatever. But yeah, we just referenced it way too much. Having the blueprints on board, uh, all these kind of things of like, it's never going to happen. All the pride in yeah. this is an unsinkable You know, I, I find some of that stuff um, really helpful at the end. Like, some of those things put some th- some stuff into a bag that is helpful for me to pull out later at the end of the movie when I go, why are they treating the lifeboats like this? This is so weird. The, like, save everybody. It's helpful to me. Could, yeah, you could reference it moments before. Right. In the panic. Yeah. Right. I'm, of like, uh, they're just for aesthetic. Yeah. Shouldn't there be more lifeboats? Yeah. Rather right, than yeah. like, multi- like throughout the whole movie, it's like, it's too, and I, I get, like, that's part of the story of the Titanic, right? Is that the, it's too big to fail. It's too big to sink. And so, like, you have to include that in the movie some way, but I sure. think that it was just, it was so heavy-handed. And well, and it, Carter, it you're tends exactly to right, come though. at those times where it's like, I love you so much, and I can't believe I'm doing this. This is crazy. Also, are there life jackets on this thing? Or, like... Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> just, also, just wondering, do we have a plan for icebergs? Not that we'll see any, but do we right. have a plan? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's just so heavy-handed. And I get, yeah. like... It's it's the dramatic irony of like, you know, we know what's going to happen and we watch the characters in this dr- dramatically ironic situation. But man, there's a way, a way more subtle way to do it. Mm-hmm. And again, subtlety and scripts are not Cameron's strength, I think. 
Sure. Have you ever seen Remember Me with Robert Pattinson? I don't think so. No. Okay, so I've only seen it once and I'm not going to be able to give like, I think people might know why I'm referencing it right now. Uh, it's a bit of a spoiler, but this also is a romance I, of these two. I know what. Okay, I know what. So the these two people is. fall in love, and you don't know until the end yeah, right. that our, you know, other half is in the World Trade Center. Yeah, on nine eleven, and he dies tragically. Yeah. So that is just like completely different because it's like, oh, world tragedy. We never really see too many references as to what time of the year this is. It was made around that time, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we lose the building, and you're like, oh my god, that's right. There was like stories, yeah, right, in yeah. those buildings. I know? wondered. I wondered while I was watching that is there is there a way to have the reveal that this boat is the Titanic be when it hits the iceberg? Everybody go, oh no, oh, there is that boat. There is, but I think you make three hundred million. Less. You make way less money. Dang, I hold on for just a second though, because I really like that idea of hey, this is a love story about two people that shouldn't have been on the same boat together. And then all of a sudden at the height of yeah. even even the running from the bodyguard and all that stuff, that's when we hit the iceberg. In and it could yeah. zoom yeah. out and see the name of the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Modern day, you know, in trailers and stuff, sure. there would be plenty of history buffs. They're like, this is an exact replica. <laughs> well, screen, screen Rant would have a thousand articles. Like, Jack and Rose yeah. are really on this historic boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Click to see which. <laughs> or One, it would just be like, is. guy who delivered DoorDash to set of new James Cameron movie discovered that the boat is, in fact, the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I wish I, I could be that guy. I do DoorDash, and maybe I can sometimes. It's Dallas. It's a bigger city. Yeah. Maybe I can stumble upon a set. Yeah, you'll find secrets. Try. I've delivered to court before, by the way. I delivered Ooh. Subway to court. Like where the maps Ooh. play? <laughs> Like judicial. <laughs> so you made a sandwich for. I mean, it could have been a. It could have been a murder boy it. who ate a who ate yeah, the sandwich you that have you to gave make him. The food carter. Subway gives you Ziploc bags of all the ingredients, right? They're just like, do it on your way. It oh has to be fresh. Goodness. You have That's to eat so fresh. <laughs> we should probably go to shout announcements yeah. so we can afford Subway of our own. Well, it's the shout announcement time, and we're here to say, say going to do shout announcements in a major way. Everybody's doing, everybody listens. And then when we do it, everybody listens. Look out. There goes shout announcements. There they are. Doge and Jordan, you know what time it is? What time no. is it? That's right. It's hammer time. Next week, yeah. we're going to oh, be so good. wrapping up <laughs> our summer of love with... Uh, one of the most anticipated movies of the last two or three years, in my mind, maybe Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, uh, we're going to review that because we have to. Yeah. Um, outside of MCU being foundational to this podcast, I'm just y'all. I'm so ready to just go have fun. I'm so pumped. I'm so ready to just go have some fun. Taika plus Chris. I am counting on back, this movie Matt. to shake me out of my MCU fatigue that I've been experiencing the last couple months. For sure. For sure. But then you might have you might be sad because you're like they're not all Taika. I know. Yeah, we'll see. I know. But I think I I think it's going to be a great time. I'm excited to watch this and then talk about it with these pot boys. So pumped. So tune in next week for that big big release. I'm like embarrassingly pumped about that movie. Yeah, it's it'll be, be a good time. so much fun.
It'll be quite a good time. Uh, another source of certified genuine good times is supporting us on Patreon. We've got two tiers that you can support us at. Uh, we've got a $3 tier and a $5 tier. Let me break it down for you. The $3 tier gets you access to patron-exclusive bonus episodes, including our forthcoming Top Gun Maverick episode. We recorded that about a week ago, and we're, we're working. It's still got a little bit of time in the oven left, but once it comes out, it's going to be piping hot and delicious for all of our Patreon supporters. Just uh, made a billion, by the way, and passed the billion-dollar mark. Man, I sure um, wish I had that on my box office ball I roster. I goofed. Who could have uh, predicted that a legacy sequel to a movie about planes was going to be good, you know? Who, it, is, it is still a shock to me when I think about how much I loved that movie. Um, it was so good. If bonus episodes aren't enough for you, you can support us at the $5 level, and that gets you access to not only the Patreon-exclusive bonus episodes, but also our Patreon-exclusive Discord channel. Uh, we've got a lot of great conversation happening over there. All of the what's in the box questions that you heard on yesterday's Mini Monday were actually sourced directly from Discord. Uh, that's a, a notification that I'm happy to get every time I see it pop up on my phone. Uh, absolutely yeah. love that community and would absolutely love for you, yes, you, I'm talking to you, to be a part of it. Oh, I already am, though. Oh. No, I wasn't talking to you. Oh, I thought you were looking at... Okay. No. I think... Good marriage advice is 50-50 is not enough. You have to go 100-100. You got to give everything you have to your marriage, to your relationship. I think that's good advice for any relationship, whether it's romantic or platonic. I think that when you expect someone to uh, meet you halfway, you end up disappointed. Chunkies, we give you 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But if you are just listening... And not telling people about how amazing this show is, you're not giving a hundred percent. And we are kind, mature lovers who are fine <laughs> to let you sort of wander around in the shallow end of love. But we're over here swimming in the deep end, saying, "Come join us. Give a hundred percent. Let's do this together." Our, our water in the deep end is actually is good, though. Not it's like good water. water in Titanic where they will kill you. Yeah. Come over here. Tell somebody about the show. Share us with your loved water ones. It's fine. It's beautiful. It smells like lavender. It's exact body temperature. You can't tell where your skin ends and the water mm. begins. It's, mm. it's just amazing. I don't know if I'm down for that. That feels like everybody would be accidentally peeing. <laughs> I am intentionally peeing, so that's why it's body temperature. That's why it's body temperature. It's just that's the power of <laughs> love. Urine. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you have a favorite visual in this movie? Hmm. It's been done to death and it's sort of a joke now. But the scene at the front of the boat, the I'm flying Jack scene, is absolutely incredible. That is a beautiful scene. It's really sweet. I mean, I think there's a reason why that is like the thing people think of when they think of this movie. It's great. Yeah, that is, got, that has to be like one of the most iconic movie scenes of all time. Oh, absolutely. But there's a reason. Just you know, it's incredible. It's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Man, every sitcom was, was, had some reference to that. Yeah. I feel like multiple times for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine's a two way tie between two different moments. One is, uh, when the boat starts to really tip and stuff is like falling off of walls and beds are shifting and all of those things. That's just something that when you hear about the Titanic sinking, or at least me, I just don't think about the fact that all the angles and the tips and the turns. Yeah, you think it just kind of went straight down. Right, yeah. yeah. It's so interesting to think about how everything moved. But then I think just overall for me, the best visual in the movie is when Jack is locked in the like security room and then we begin to watch all the water rush down the hallway yeah it is so eerie and like i guess for me it's just that hallway in itself like anytime rose is like deciding to wade down into that water to go get jack and jack is stuck as the water it's so unsettling to watch indoors be flooded yeah so slowly It's, it just sticks with me. I get the chills just thinking about the I water think, rising in that hallway and room. So the Titanic hits an iceberg at an hour and a half left of this movie. And about the last mm, 70 minutes of that is the sinking of Titanic. Mm-hmm. And that's my super pump for this movie. Because okay. I think that like the entire, like the the set pieces, the micro set pieces contained within that set piece of the sinking of the Titanic are all expertly plotted, expert management of tension throughout each of those set pieces, expertly choreographed. Like this to me is like, this is a master just like showing off. Mm-hmm. This is like peak James Cameron of just like, I can make you feel anything I want you to feel. I can yeah. hold your attention. I can make you watch a boat sink for over an hour mm-hmm. and you'll be on the edge of your seat the whole time. It is absolutely masterful. And it's part of the reason why I love Cameron. And it's it's not a bit that I do think Avatar Way of Water is going to be good because it is a Cameron passion project. And when James Cameron is firing on all cylinders, it is incredible. Yeah. I So the visuals that stand out to me in that too, they're all second half. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of them is Rose holding the axe and walking to head back to the handcuffs like through that flooded hall. Yeah. And then the other one is, I mean, 
the hundreds of floating dead bodies. Yeah, that's yeah. Like brutal. Frozen. It's just like pretty visceral. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, my super pump is similar in that, you know, this wasn't just an action director making a romance movie. It was an action director making an action movie. Right, yeah. Um, so specifically, my super pump is that no punches were pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is such a James Cameron thing to do in the first place. But also, too, it's like, while he <clears throat> while he might have scripted too many references to, hey, this is about to sink, <laughs> um, it didn't feel over the top to see just really the tragedy. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just yeah. kind of relentless yeah. in how sad all this stuff is. But it's different angles and different perspectives of very, very much what happened. Mm-hmm. One of the saddest things is Kathy Bates standing up and trying to uh, demand dude, that they turn sure. around to pick up people. There's room in the boat. Uh, and then they just choose not to. It's and so, yeah, it's it's super upsetting. It is it is not a surprise to me that because of the second half of this movie, I really don't know who this movie might not appeal to in 1997. Right. So, and again, we get two releases, so it's not all 97 that this movie's in theaters, but it does make well over two billion dollars. And so, I could see myself leaving that being exhausted. Somewhere in between, like I don't, I don't know if I want to see that again yet. Or, gosh, that second half was so yeah, <laughs> that that really was so good though. I yeah. think I want to yeah. go back and see that again. So I think in the sinking, one of the best scenes in the movie, but also maybe the, one of the most um, like sobering scenes in the movie for me is when it shows the power go out on the boat for the last time, yeah. and you hear the screams followed by just the complete silence of just waves lapping up against the boat and it's getting swallowed by the ocean. And that is such a like harrowing thing to watch. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I think about the people that decided to stay in the boat and now they're just in pitch black. Yep. But also just the end of white noise. All you've got left is screams, cries, and a boat sinking. That's the only sound that those people would hear. And uh, that's no good. That's no good. That's very... No, thank you. Freaky yeah. to me. I'd yeah. love to offer up my super pump now. Please. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what it was going to be until it hit me. And it is Kate Winslet. Yeah. yeah. Who is just, if you need, if you are in need of a reason to watch this movie, she is it. She's so good. She is so Good. Yeah. And she's so charming. Yep. I think she's one of the only characters. Well, she really is. I, we do get to see Jack in kind of the high class yeah. scenarios. But really, Kate spends the most time in both. Mm-hmm. And it needed to because it felt like she was capable of the most breadth. Uh, and so she I was given a, a perfect role for her. And she crushes it. She's and fun. I mean... This is in Summer of Love, and it's easy to forget that because of the second half right. of this movie that we're talking about. Yeah. But like, Jack and Rose have some pretty iconic chemistry. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, these two were just, I mean, I think she was she was 22 and he was 23. I mean, Draw Me Like One of Your French Girls gets parodied a lot and made fun of a lot, but, and not, <laughs> not to go too blue for our uh, usually pretty chill podcast, but like, 
that scene is a like masterfully written scene of like sexual tension finally yeah. bubbling mm-hmm. over. Like it is just, just while I was watching it, I was just thinking like, I can't believe James Cameron directed this scene. It's so, <laughs> yeah. his, his, yeah. his skill set is typically big sweeping things. And this is such a small and like genuinely romantic moment between two people. Um, yeah. It's really impressive. My super pump almost was the one fraction of a scene that felt like simultaneously a wink from James Cameron that's like, hey, I'm about to let loose. Mm. Uh, and then also it was just <clears throat> literally like the halfway mark of it's about to turn into a disaster film. Yeah. But when they're in the steamy car <laughs> and her hand hits the yep. window, that's very James Cameron in general because you might be used to like blood. Usually it would be blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just steam. Yeah, that's a good point. And so it was like, hey, this is the exact crux. Like this is the very center of this What's movie. funny about I that did- scene is that it's like, it's about eight hours into the movie and there's still about 16 hours left of the yeah, back. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. After that scene. The, yeah. the yeah. thing that kept getting me was like, the, watching this is like, yes, this is an excellent, this is a great romance. And like you forget that grandma is telling them this story in response to the question, do you know where the diamond is? Yeah, right. She's like, well, let me tell you about the time I got so freaky deaky with this guy on a boat. <laughs> you ever talk and to an old co- person though? I mean. And then we cut back to grandma saying it was the single most erotic experience of my life. And, and her granddaughter's just wiping a tear. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that would be my response. Grandma nasty. Grandma, Grandma knows where's nasty. The, where's the necklace? I don't want to hear about what you did in the back of that car. <laughs> oh man. And then Bill Pullman's like, please help me find the necklace. And she's like, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Necklace overboard, no doubt, no doubt, die no to death. Die to yep. death instantly. Yeah, I would cut the entirety of the modern day story from the <laughs> Do not I need would, a single I would second start the with the submarine stuff. shots of the Modern Titanic yeah. sunk at the bottom of the ocean. I would stick with the transition from modern to old, which is incredible. Yeah, really good. And then I would just simply tell the exact same story, but lose 35 minutes of the runtime by killing all the modern day stuff. Even if we yeah. want the end of the movie to be this old woman that we don't know, we don't know who she is. She we can shows still have up. that if we want to. Yeah, at the very end. Like we can have that exact scene and then she pulls the necklace out and we go, oh my God, that's Rose. Mm-hmm. Like, I think to me, that yeah. works so much better than having it as a framing device throughout the whole thing. Or if you need it as a framing device. A, bit of device. a Rose a Bud moment. Yeah, there you go. Maybe uh, if we yeah. need it as a framing device, we start with her getting off the helicopter and just have her sit down and they say, okay, help us find it. Talk to me. Tell me everything about Titanic. And then she yeah, just starts I mean, there. It is 36 minutes into the movie before we go back to the past. That's what I'm saying. And then we still yeah. come back for m- chunks of time throughout. If yeah. we cut all of that, we're shaving 40 minutes off of this movie that desperately needs 40 minutes shaved off of it. It does. Absolutely. It is. I understand that it is a good movie, but it is overlong. In a, yeah. And I'm not I'm not one to complain about the length of movies unless they have unearned length, which I think this has. Yeah. I think I think this could have been tightened to you know what? I'll call the shot. I think this should have been a two and a half hour movie, and I think they should have done everything they could to trim it to two and a half hours. Maybe, if this is yeah. tighter, I think it's much better. Still like it. I still really like it. 
There's just and so that's much. That's the thing room. about Titanic is that it notoriously is bad, and like not winning any awards or regarded as one of the best movies ever. So it makes sense for us, us three nobody small brain boys, to try to fix it. <laughs> we, we've <laughs> all watched enough Oscar <laughs> movies to know that sometimes even the best ones got a little f- big for their britches. Even the best. Well, except for Green Book. I mean, okay. that one best picture. I, just, I think that movie's perfect. I just talked about Green Book in contrast with Titanic two days ago. That's funny. <laughs> That's very funny. Hey, what's our date like for this movie? Let's design a something, date. It's got to be something with water. I think something with Cap- Captain Theoden. <laughs> so I think. I think uh, oh, I was going to say I think either like failing a, his people, like a lazy river. Uh, like just chilling and floating or like something active water, like kayaking or like whitewater rafting or something that's like got a little bit of the danger of Titanic. So I think if it's possible, I don't know. I don't know. I've never tried to do this. So I don't know if this is a thing, but if you can essentially like rent or charter, like one of those little like fancy houseboats, basically a floating hotel room. I think you do that. Watch Titanic on the boat. Mm. Yeah. And I think no matter what, for like every meal, you split it. <laughs> and you use ice as a knife. To and cut you, it. you use masking tape down the center of the room, and that half's your half, this half's my half. <laughs> Don't come on my side, or I'll tell mom. Does that exist? Like, can you like Airbnb a houseboat? I don't know. Because if it doesn't, I'm, yes. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make it Airbnb SEA. No, you can absolutely do that. <clears throat> Well, we should can, do it. Hang up the podcast. Let's get started on a couple yeah. ideas. Let's, I mean, let's, let's, we should do it. Patreon plug before we could <laughs> rent a house. But yeah, I think I think you do that. I think you do if you can. Let's pretend it exists for the sake of this. But Carter seems to think it does. I mean, if it does, it definitely does. Go ahead, Jordan. I have a fun activity. But go oh ahead. no, go ahead. I want to hear the fun activity. Uh, this is. <clears throat> I think you should. I think you should draw each other. Yes. Okay. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> I think you absolutely should try and draw, <laughs> draw yes, each other naked. For it, sure. It brings a little bit like fun, <clears throat> like fun awkwardness in there. Yeah. I think that maybe skip. If you're not comfortable, maybe, maybe you skip keep it somewhere. First. Depending on how good it is, maybe it's displayed in the house. Yeah. Maybe. maybe yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe your you get it blown up. You get it blown up, and it's your entire living room wall. Entire living room. You if you're not comfortable with like, if you don't feel like you could draw well, I think you could do it like flannel graph as well. <laughs> like in Sunday school when they tell stories about shepherds and sheep and stuff, and they'd have those flannel guys that would stick to the board. You could just get a bunch of shapes and be like, make me, make a naked me out of flannel. You could also lay a bunch of parchment paper over your significant other and scribble with a pencil over top, <laughs> like what you did with leaves in middle and you better hope it didn't break through that paper. Mm. Better be <laughs> or that pencil Stab better be soft. Way. One or the other. Those are the two options. Yeah, I think you, <laughs> I think you, you rent out a houseboat. You watch Titanic on the boat. You draw each other in the buff in the nude. Draw each, draw each other in whatever state of undress you're comfortable with. It's obviously better if it's nude, but yeah, I hear it. Better you're naked, but but you know, if this is a first date, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> it. Ocean what naked. are we eating? What song is what that? What are we eating and drinking on this boat date? <laughs> seafood. Yeah, like fish and stuff. You know, seafood. But then your dessert is snow cone, so that you may eat the ice that Ooh, ate the Titanic. Very good. 
It's either it's either that or you could do like something that's pretty high class and then something that's really like like would you say like maybe really nice seafood and then like a blastberry snow cone would be yeah, pretty low class. Yeah, 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 I mean, I think yeah. If you want to have you can like work in, you can weave in multiple things. Oh, you know what? Make sure you have caviar. That's what it is. If you have caviar with your seafood meal, so caviar and lobster, and then you follow it up with like a yeah, like a snow cone. I think that's pretty high class, low class. I dig it. There's a lot of power and there then? to be reclaimed by eating the iceberg. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's beautiful. Uh, then the, the cycle is, is complete, and we may rest. Once we eat More the iceberg, ate our forebears. <laughs> More helpful if you know one. If you don't, just take a guess. But you can end it by shooting an Irishman. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any volunteers? Or you could just give his life jacket to actual Mario. <laughs> Thank you for the jacket. I saw it's you back. <laughs> It's back. Scoot over on oh, the no. door. There's a plenty of room for Mario. <laughs> I think that there's a story where he's a chimney sweep and his wife always says, "Hey, this job's going to kill you." It's like, "No." And then the giant the giant like boat chimney does actually kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I think you end the date. <laughs> I think you end the date. The date needs to be really long. By seeing if yeah. you can both float on a door at the back of your boat. Mm-hmm. It's time to rate this movie. By the way, Jack dies. It's sad. We didn't yeah, that. that is sad. Yeah, it's but. really sad. If it lasted much longer, it would have been corny, but the timing was good there. The, yeah. I don't know how much more I could have taken. I'm like, bros. I want you to. When when Rose is like, I'm back. I'm back. So if yeah, if you tell me nothing can be cut out of this movie, <laughs> oh, it's time to rate this. Oh Lord, using the scientific cinema scale, which is perfect, and as follows: the best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy, buy that, that poster. poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it. And then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. There's plenty of historically successful movies that I look at and I'm like, that's not for me. But I'll go ahead and give it blank rating. Because I can recognize what's good about that, but it's not for me. So I get kind of between the love what you love. And then maybe I add There's a There's some like respect. Asterisk that's like respect what needs to be sure. respected. The thing about Titanic is I have both bits sure. there. I actually ended up enjoying it. I knew that I was going to walk into this respecting something because I knew of the director. And obviously you can't really miss with our two leads. But honestly, this was a really good sure. movie. And I think for that, yeah. I'm, I'm going to buy Titanic. Mm-hmm. Like it is a good movie. There's moments of it that are a slog. But boy, the, the payoff the payoff isn't just like what you sometimes will get in a movie to where it's like, but those last 10 minutes, right? 
you do get an entire movie that's a payoff in this movie. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah, I buy I buy Titanic. I also buy I buy Titanic. Titanic. Oh. Titanic. Buy Titanic because Titanic like I like Titanic. It's really good. I really really enjoyed it. I was not expecting to like it as much as I did. I really thought that I was going to come away with it and say this is not for me, but I get why some people like it. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. thought it was really great. I'll buy Titanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. I'm renting it. Um, the two things that keep it. Honestly, I think it would be a poster for me. That's how much these two things affected me. But um, it, I cannot get over how much of this movie doesn't need to be here for my tastes. Um, we could tighten this up a lot and still get the yeah. exact same movie just with shorter scenes, basically. Um, and then uh, this is a pretty a pretty disappointing Leo um, for somebody that we've seen so much yeah, from. it is. This is probably my least favorite Leo role I've seen him in. Um, it is weird because the two different vibes of this movie counteract because in some romance movies, you kind of give grace. Yes. You can. But it's to too like, elite well, of a movie to give that leeway. Yeah, yeah I'm totally with yeah. you. But yeah. don't get me wrong. Prior to my rewatch, I would have guessed that I would say forget Titanic because I yeah. really hated my watch when I was 15. So um, I'm, I really enjoyed this one. I found Kate Winslet to be reason enough to watch the movie again. She's utterly fantastic. And... Also, this is a good as good a time as any to say if you didn't see Mare of Easttown, you should watch that. Yeah, she's yeah. unbelievable. <clears throat> she's hardly changed, but no, dude, she is the female Leo. Like she just is that good, I think. Yeah. So uh yeah, check that Leo's out. Leo's the male uh, yeah. Kate, honestly. It's true. It's true. Hey and I'm Doge. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week, uh it'll be Summer of Love and Thunder. Yep. As we wrap up Summer of Love 5, talking about Thor, Love, and Thunder. Uh, My prediction for best and highest grossing Marvel movie of 2022. This is the part where you say, to end today's episode. To end today's episode, like for each of us to say our name, and uh, what would your stateroom on the Titanic look like? What would our what? Your stateroom on the Titanic? Just where mm-hmm. we're staying? Mm. I mean, is there any answer other than fancy old room? They kind of all look like fancy old room. Uh, fancy old room That's with. what you thought that Leo was staying in, was a fancy old room? So his room counts as stateroom? So room embarrassing. T- what if we... Now, watch out. Because <laughs> you always do this part. But what if we were like... You know this. You know it's starting to sink. What's your first move? You know that could be fun. That's hilarious. I'm gonna pick my stateroom though. How do you respond in a in a situation of certain death? It's funny, hilarious. No, yeah, let's do that. Let's, we'll do this. So no, let's say your, say your name and say what you do can if we you knew say, that you're about to die on the Titanic. I'll go first. Can we just my keep name it, is. Can we say for two what chunks in a hunk? My name is Jordan Wonders, and I don't know. I'd probably think a lot about my loved ones. Um, I'd probably find no, 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 the no. highest well, first point. Yeah, I'd probably, how are you trying to I'd probably find the highest point on the boat and um, just await <clears throat> my, my slow death? Um, 
probably in my stateroom. And it would look like... <laughs> no, honestly. So, uh, Carter, it's a good, it's a great question. So, here's what I would Can do. We, I don't. I this is such a bummer. That's such a bummer. So, I think I would sprint say. through. What would you, if you had a big boat? What would you name it? That's funny. That's light. That's what the okay. people crave. It says the guy who it says the guy who who doesn't do this part of the show. <laughs> he didn't even get out to me when I did it because <laughs> your idea was better than mine. We can do big boat name. Let's do big boat name. Derek. Hmm. <laughs> All aboard. Jess and I were talking the other day and finally. Yeah, I know. First time. And we both think it's really funny when dogs have like very human names. And we've decided that we think that Stephanie is the funniest possible name for a dog. <laughs> so I would probably name my boat Stephanie. Susan's pretty I would cool. like Susan's to a submit, good name for a dog. I would like to submit that the actual funniest possible name for a dog is Greg. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Greg this is, is my really dog, good. Greg. That's why we named we our cat Bruce, named, though, because we think people named yeah. for animals are hilarious. We laugh at the idea of a dog a, named Wesley. A dog named Thomas is really funny that's to us. very good. Thomas? <laughs> Or just John. <laughs> this is my dog, Jennifer. <laughs> this is John. I'm sorry, John? Yeah, J-O-H-N. J O H N. J-H-O-N. I'm Carter. I'm Carter and America. Oh. Too big to fail. Too big to fail. Happy fourth, y'all. <laughs> so I was gonna say that my room. On the boat, <laughs> it would have. We gotta make sure to fade. It would right. be. It would be like a middle class room, so it wouldn't be as big and nice as Rose's room, but it wouldn't be the tiny bunk bed that is. to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.